Welcome to the PEO podcast, where we interview industry leaders to discuss all things PEOs, from compliance to technology to client relations and everything in between. I'm your host, Andreas Toller. Zazun provides earned wage access for employees. So employees that are maybe strapped for cash in between paydays that historically might have used a payday loan or an overdraft fee, or maybe they would just go late on a, on a bill payment. Zazun allows them to actually access part of the wages that they've earned. On today's episode of the PEO podcast, Andreas is joined by Tate Hackard, founder and president of Zazun. They discuss the company's earned wage access model, how that industry has shifted and grown in the last five years, and the role PEOs play. Good morning, Tate, and welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. So yeah, let's jump right into it. I always love to ask that question. Tate, is there something really unique about you? Like this could be a hobby or an interest or something like that, that even nobody at your team knows about you. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I don't know if it's something that no one knows about me. I think it's something that everyone knows about me, but I am addicted to road tripping. I am, you know, I, I'm so addicted to road tripping that I'm actually on a cross-country tour right now in a massive Zayzun branded RV. And we're going coast to coast from LA to New York across uh, you know, the month of September till, till almost the end of November. And you know, ro- road tripping is something that I, I think is, is quite unique and, and definitely quite special to me. I, I grew up in a small town and I always found it interesting how so much of our nights would revolve around basically just aimlessly driving. And if right. if we didn't have the gas money at the time, you know, we might just end up sitting in the parking lot. But in any case, I found that like just sitting behind the wheel of a car was a really meditative exercise. It was somewhere where there was always deep conversation. There was focused conversation. And I actually mentioned that to someone the other day and they said, you know, maybe it's because you're not actually looking each other in the eye. And there's that sense of, of sort of vulnerability that you can have by just staring forward. But in any case, I, I am, I'm addicted to road tripping for a number of reasons. It, it always gives me a, a great feeling of nostalgia. And I've been on a lot of road trips, but but this uh, this current one is definitely one that, you know, the entire Zazun team knows about. And it's it's it's, it's very special to me. Yeah, well, one, one point that, that you mentioned hits home in terms of driving and the conversation that you're having. I can tell with my kids, right? Once we're in the car for some magical reason, you have different conversations and something is switching. So let me maybe ask a quick follow-up question here. One is, you know, just for people to put this into perspective, how many days do you spend on the road in a given year? And then also you mentioned the conversations that you're having with your team. Is it typically the same team that's that's doing these trips or who's who's joining you? So for the payday, are we there yet? E-tour, it spans from September 6th until September 18th. So I think that's 75 days. If not, it's, it's very close to... We, we, it's myself and, and another team member on the road at all times. However, we, we bring people in for certain segments of the trip. So for example, right now it's October 10th. We're in Houston. Houston is, is, is home to many Zazun clients. And we're bringing in four individuals from the Zazun team, ranging from someone on our software development team, our product team. We have someone from our sales team, as, as well as marketing joining us. And, and we've been doing that. We've been replicating that across, across all, uh, all the cities and all the States, right? So we just left Dallas a couple of days ago, where we where we were joined by three other team members, and the, the whole purpose of it is is really to open up the eyes of 
of the Zazun team and show them what value there is in having conversations with your customers. And, and that's ultimately what we're trying to accomplish with, with this you know, RV tour is conversing with your customers, talking with them. It, it makes you better at doing business. It helps you build a better product. It helps you understand your customer problems and, and what you're trying to solve for. And so that's why I'm really excited for these, these 75 days in, in, in that regard. You had asked, you know, how often I'm, I'm on the road normally, you know, apart from the, the RV tour, it's quite often lots of, you know, lots of flying, lots of driving. Our entire business is, is built by, you know, maybe, maybe for some context as to even what Zazun does, because I, I, guess we haven't really gotten into that. Zazun provides earned wage access for employees. So employees that are maybe strapped for cash in between paydays that historically might have used a payday loan or an overdraft fee, or maybe they would just go late on a, on a bill payment. Zazun allows them to actually access part of the wages that they've earned, but haven't yet been paid for. And, and we, we allow them to do that for a, a very low cost and in some, some instances free. And, and this helps alleviate that financial stress that an employee might experience in between paydays. And so our entire business is really partnering with employers. There's ranging from mom and pop, three employee cafes, all the way to large manufacturing businesses and large franchisees like McDonald's and Wendy's. And so a lot of my job and a lot of you know various team members' jobs at Zazin is to go and connect with these employers one-on-one and and figure out how we again, you know, how we can better solve for for the problems that they experience, which which of course is different than the problems that their employees experience, but they're all very much interconnected. Yeah, thank, thanks for sharing this. And specifically, what I found interesting is the concept of of the roadshow, so to speak, or like you know, meeting your clients in person, right? I think so much during the pandemic, after the pandemic has been yeah, moved to the digital world, right, to Zoom calls and whatnot, and there's certainly something unique about like you know meeting somebody in person making that that connection let's maybe go back you you outline you know some of you know what they do now is doing take us back to kind of like the the early days of the company right how did you come up with the idea what what was the initial problem that that you were out to solve yeah of course you know the the initial problem is is still the problem that persists today which is it's about 80 million Americans that live paycheck to paycheck. Effectively, what this means is that they they fall into a, a cycle where they, they don't have enough money to get by until the next payday. And what's really dangerous about that is if there is a bill that comes up or you know something that, that a last minute necessity that they need, they can't afford that. And, and unfortunately, when they can't afford that, or if they mismanage or misbudget in, in any small incremental way, they may go into overdraft or they may need to require a predatory loan product like a payday loan. And what's really bad about that is then it you know very quickly can put an employee into a debt trap, right? It can very quickly eat away, eat away at their income because the fees are so exorbitant. For example, a, a overdraft fee on average is $35 and it's triggered by a $24 transaction. So really simply put, someone goes to buy something for 24 bucks. That actually puts their bank account into the negative. They are then charged a $35 fee for, for, for going into the negative. And so you can, you can see how very quickly that can sort of create this, this, uh, this cash flow constraint and, and uh, or not even cash flow constraint, sorry, just a you know, terrible situation for, for, for someone. And so you know, when, when Zazun was first created, it was off the basis of that problem. I was, I was actually lending money out as a 16-year-old kid through Craigslist. I had a 
Craigslist advertisement that said very simply money available. And as you can imagine, I got hundreds and hundreds of emails <laughs> and I would sift through those emails and, and ultimately I would, I would, you know, decide who is worthy of, of getting a loan and who wasn't. And, and, you know, the, 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 the funny thing is though, is, is during that time, I, I lent out a little over a quarter million dollars of my own capital in these, mm-hmm. you know, what I would call small dollar short-term loans. And, and that's really where this, where the problem hit home, right? Like I, I could very, very right in front of my face, see that there's these individuals that are actually making decent incomes. And for whatever reason, they need a thousand, two thousand, three thousand $3,000 to get by for, for a number of months. And of course, as a, as an inquisitive and, and I guess, curious young adult, I, I started looking into the whole industry that exists and and again, going down the road of, of payday loans, overdraft fees, et cetera, you re- there's got to be a better way. And the, the whole entire concept of Zazun was, was bred out of this idea that, you know, if, if we could leverage errors and, and payroll to get to an employee, ultimately the, the person that needs access to short-term liquidity, if we could leverage them as a channel to get to those individuals, you know, Marketing costs, in theory, go down, but then as well, you can um, you can get repaid a lot easier. Everything goes through the payroll system, and you're not chasing after people for for repayment, and you're not actually extending them debt. You're just simply giving them access to the wages they've earned, but haven't yet been paid for. And that allows us to then offer a, a much cleaner and much nicer service than than what has historically been available to these people for for you know helping them in in times of short term cash crunches. Thanks for walking us through that journey from the early days of Craxis to like what 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 you've built now, right? Serving clients like Kennels and others. I want to dive a little bit deeper into the actual solution, right? So you, you made a concrete example here, said like, hey, like, you know, somebody needs to pay a $25, $24 bill and, you know, there's a $20, $35 overdraft fee. Walk us through the, the dynamics of how that would work from the employees and the employer's view with Zezu and how is it different? What, what do the economics look like? So an employer, you know, an employer wants their employees to be present. They want their employees to be happy, productive, and and ultimately, you know, a lot of that gets driven by an employee's financial behavior. If, if someone is is financially stressed, they are going to be a lot more absent at work, and they're also going to be a lot more, you know, I guess I guess a lot more susceptible to to going to the employer across mm-hmm. the street for you know, maybe 25 cents an hour or more. And so from an employer perspective, they see Zazun as, as a, a really solid tool f- for the means of retention, recruitment, and just improving overall productivity as well. Again, like that, that employer is, is simply a channel to the employee. So from, from a employer perspective, it's, it's really beautiful. We set them up with all the, all the materials that they can use to basically leverage the, the system or, or leverage Zazun and the benefits in, in the way that I explained, you know, increasing retention, increasing recruitment. So we give them lunchroom posters to, to make their employees aware of the service. We set them up with recruitment snippets for their job postings. We, we can help them post jobs. We can set them up with large recruitment posters for their windows. We have some really good examples of, of fast food restaurants that do this. And then they just get to sit back and really experience the benefits, which is, which is beautiful for them. I got to ask in this entire model, like what is, who is, who, who's taking on the risk, right? I mean, with, with any kind of like model that there has to be risk. So let's say I basically take my early access to my next payroll day, so to speak. I never show back up to work, right? What happens in that scenario? 
Yeah, the, the risk is very minimal, right? We're, we're, we're simply giving employees access to the wages that they've they've earned, but haven't yet been paid for. And so if an employee leaves, there, there's certainly risk that, you know, potentially the money that they took early isn't deducted off of their final paycheck, you know, little outliers like that. But but for the most part, risk is, is fairly low. In any case, so Zayzune does take 100% of that risk. And so again, like we wanted to create a solution that was as easy for an employer to adopt as possible. And, you know, that includes risk liability. It includes cost. Like, like what we've created is, is essentially a solution that an employer can offer in 30 minutes or less, costs them nothing and, and has no liability to them. So, so that, that, that's a beautiful thing we, we think. And then from the employee perspective, you know, there's, there's a fee involved for the employee to access their funds early, but there's ways for that employee to make that fee eliminated. So we have a Zazun prepaid Visa debit card. If that employee chooses to take that card as, as their main, you know, their main source of banking and, and they put their direct deposit onto that card, our fee gets eliminated. We also have a, a really slick gift card platform where an employee can take their wages in the form of a of a gift card. And that gift card eliminates the fee as well. I like to think of it as like coupon clipping on steroids. But in any case, you know, it, it's pretty, pretty beautiful from, from that perspective for both the employee and employer. So, so lots of flexibility there with, with, with solution. You mentioned earlier in our conversation, some of the larger franchises in the US who are taking advantage of the, of the solution. How did you make it into the, the PO industry? What were the, the initial steps there and what is specifically appealing for PEOs? Yeah. Yeah, so so a, a PEO is effectively a payroll company that takes ownership of the employee, and 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 why that's important and why that's really beautiful for us is because a PEO is is typically a lot more amiable or or or, or amenable to sending communications to an employee. They're a lot more comfortable with letting an employee know of their benefits. They're kind of the main hub for that employee to gain information on on their employment. Unlike a normal payroll company and, and you know the employer-employee relationship, a lot of it's handled through HR and whatnot. The PEO kind of takes over that responsibility as, as a as this you know software solution. And so for us, that's really beautiful because we can you know partner with a PEO of which we have dozens and dozens of, of PEO partnerships. And, and those PEOs sort of just make our service available to Right. And, and, and of course, you know, it's, it's, it's not always as easy as it sounds. There's still, you know, communication that needs to occur and, and the lunchroom posters and the, the workplace posters and, you know, education and awareness as, as I kind of went over before, but it really does cut away a, a few steps and, and, and puts a little bit more power into the hands of the employee that actually needs the money. And so instead of that employee needing to, you know, maybe wait for their employer to adopt the program and, actually make it available to, to the workforce. These that are paid through PEO channels that offer Zazun typically have a lot more ownership or, or, or yeah, just, just, I guess, autonomy in, in how they can access their wages and when they can access their wages, which is really beautiful for them. That, that makes a lot of sense. And I think the last time we spoke, you were at the, at the Napier conference. What were some of the yeah, main topics, maybe some trends of the PO uh, industry that, that you took away from, from the conference? Yeah. So the Napier conference was, what, what was that? That was September 10th, maybe uh, around that time frame, anyways. And so we, we actually rolled up with the Zazun wage wagon, as we're calling it, the big Zazun branded RV for the Payday Are We There Yet RV Tour. 
and we had a morning mixer. So we got the, the opportunity to chat with a number of, of PEO owners, mostly owners and executives at this Napio conference over coffee. So we had the, the Zazun mm. bus there with, with a coffee set up and it was just a great opportunity to connect with that community. But the, the thing that I'm always so surprised over and and I think it's one of those things that I'll continue to be surprised over forever, maybe, is, is just the popularity that, that earned wage access is, is you know, having. Zazun started seven years ago. And mm-hmm. when we started seven years ago, earned wage access literally was not a thing. You know, we, we, we pioneered this space. And it's so interesting to see how it's evolved over the years from explaining to people what it is, educating them on what it is, and, and just fighting tooth and nail to try to secure partnerships and and ultimately secure, yeah, just, just secure customers. And that's sort of flipped over the past couple of years. I, I think, you know, for whatever reason, COVID was a big driver of that. I think the the issue of financial health and employee, you know, cash flow constraints sort of came top of mind for a lot of individuals during COVID. And it sort of became a lot more relatable, I believe. And and so I think that was a, a major driver for sure of of you know, employers looking for better recruitment and retention tools and, you know, Zazun being one of those. But in any case, earned wage access has, has taken off. And I'm always just so, so surprised to see this dialogue switch from, you know, what is this to, hey, this is what this is and everyone needs it. And, and that's really what we're seeing at these conferences. We're seeing one, two, three, maybe even four or five sessions specifically on earned wage access or, or adjacent products. And, and, you know, Again, just just really neat from my perspective as, as someone that's been in the industry for so long and has sort of fought for so long to make this a reality. It's 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 quite powerful. So it seems like that it's very important for you personally to talk to your clients, right? Whether it's within the PO industry or outside, you know, whether it's over coffee or whatever opportunities there are getting the feedback. So tell us more about like what you're hearing from your clients and how that influences your product roadmap and maybe give us a little sneak preview here into the next 12 to 24 months, right? What are you guys planning to do? What kind of maybe additional service lines or enhancements are you working on? So speaking with your customers is very important. It is something that we have learned to do and more and more of, you know, as, as you, when you first start out, you, of course, just naturally talk to your, every customer you have, because you're so, so excited for every one of them. And then unfortunately, when you start to scale and grow as a company, I think some of that, you know, white glove service starts to get lost. And you couple that with various people in an organization across various functions. And what you see is that it's not just the white glove service that that gets lost with your customers, but you actually start to have a bit of a communication disconnect internally as well. And I believe to to succeed as an organization, you need to have so much contextual awareness. Every single person in your organization has to have so much contextual awareness as to what's going on. And and that's ultimately what helps you drive in the same direction and and, have that focus and intensity that's, that's required to build a beautiful business. And so again, like, I guess just to, to double down on what you said, yes, speaking to customers is, is super, super important. What we learned from speaking to our customers is we just start to really dig into their problems, right? We, we, we've identified cash flow constraints and, and kind of sort of this living paycheck to paycheck issue as, as a, a major problem that most Americans experience. Earned wage access is one way to solve that. 
But there are many ways to solve that problem. And so what we do when we have these conversations is we start to think about, you know, what other products are our customers using? What other what other products are employers offering? What are they seeing trends of, of what, what, are, what are they seeing sort of popular up and coming trends? What are they being pitched that, that Zazun is not offering? And so we can start to build out a product roadmap based on those things with without giving too much away i suppose the the next 18 to 24 months for zune is is really focused heavily on that interconnectedness between an employee and employer relationship and how we can better improve engagement and retention in that relationship and 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 with those with those i guess stakeholders so you know that that's done through in our mind through improving the the financial health of employees and there's a lot of secondary and tertiary consequences that that occur when you accomplish that well but then there's also some other ways that that can be you know other things that we can do as well that that can help to accomplish those goals so I don't know if I totally answered your question there I, I know I'm being a little bit coy but but I don't want to give too much away either we're, we're all I can say is I guess we're, we're really really excited about the future of of what earned wage access will turn into. And ultimately, you know, what companies like Zazun and, and, and others that, you know, play in this employer-employee space can really accomplish in terms of, you know, helping an employee's engagement, productivity, and, and all the benefits that come with that for, for the employer side as well. Yeah, let, let's maybe take a little, zoom out a little bit, right? So that you don't have to give all the little, uh, you know, features that you're planning away right at this point, right? And the entire product roadmap, let's maybe zoom out a little bit and look at the the market and the economy as a whole, right? We're obviously seeing very high inflation rates. I assume that will yeah, further boost the demand for your product, right? It's, it's as goods and services are getting more expensive for employees. Right now, we're still seeing a very tight labor market, at least in the United States, right? Like the recession is coming up here. So a lot of turbulence, so to speak, right? What are what are your, your thoughts on the macroeconomic level as it pertains to your own company, right? But then also as it pertains to the PO industry as, as a whole? So what I'm seeing is, is there's a lot of consolidation that's occurring in the payroll and PEO space. And I think that this is super exciting because what that means in my mind is, is efficiency. It means efficiency, a, adoption of, of new products that, that help with that efficiency and help with you know, improving economics. And so as, as a company that partners with PEOs and payroll companies, I see that as a, a benefit to us because we can help you know them accomplish their goals in, in that sense. PO and payroll has has been many of these businesses have been around for for decades. And uh, I think a lot of the businesses that we operate with, you know, the, there's there's the ADPs and the the larger organizations. And there's a lot of, especially in the PEO space, a lot of these smaller organizations where I think they sort of stumbled into a business. And, mm. and I, I don't I don't mean that in a in a negative way whatsoever. I, I actually I think it's really admirable and, and really freaking cool that that you know 30 years ago, 25 years ago, a CPA might have been doing payroll for just a couple businesses. And fast forward 25 years later, they're now servicing hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of businesses. But they sort of just, you know, continued to grow and 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 almost just created a business without without I don't want to say without thinking about it because that's that's not proper at all of, of course they thought about it but it, it just sort of developed into this thing 
And now you're seeing people notice, you're seeing people notice the value that's been created in this space. And you have private equity firms coming in and, and consolidating it. You have, you know, large PEOs eating up little PEOs. And I just think it's so exciting because there's so, so much movement. And, and, and again, like movement that you know, we think as a company, we can help improve the, the bottom line and, and efficiencies of, of with with a product like Zazun. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that you mentioned that. I'm also fascinated always to hear these entrepreneurial stories, right? Where, you know, I think you, you mentioned it, the, the CPA that, you know, found themselves in the business and, and grew that over the year very, very successfully. And economics of the, the market have certainly shifted, right, over the years where scaling effects are more important. And, you know, w- one successful strategy we have certainly seen is, you know, as, as you mentioned, adapting new tele- technologies or really finding your own niche in the market, right? And, and, and be different, have your unique strategy in order to compete with the, yeah, really large ones, right? That have just more capital behind. Them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I think, you know, you, you can't be everything to everyone. And, and, mm. and that's what we've really seen in the payroll space, like in, in, in PEO space. I, I think when you zoom out from a really high level, it looks as though everyone's sort of the same and, and it's a bit of a commodity. But the truth is when you drill down and, and you see, the specific industries that each one of these companies might focus on or choose not to focus on and and sort of the the things that make them them i i really do think that that's driven from the 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 culture and mentality of of these companies that have just grown large over time and i'm hoping that you know zazun can accomplish a lot of the same like i'm hoping that we can create a culture where we really drill down into one or two things that we do very well and it's it's just been so driven into the mentality of of our of our workforce or of our you know of our team that, that people recognize us for that differentiator. And I, I know for sure that we recognize you know the partners that we're partnered with that that do things do one or two things very very well. And I think that's why you're seeing now these big payroll companies and big PEOs gobble up the smaller ones because they're seeing the benefits that that you know can be achieved. So I, I gotta dive a little bit deeper into that. You mentioned the the, the company specifically at Zayzoom that that you built. Maybe describe to us like you know what what that kind of, how would you describe or define that culture that you built, right? What makes it unique and what are you doing to enforce it as as you're scaling the company? Yeah, we we, we try to, you know, we try to have a very transparent culture. We try to have as horizontal of a structure as you can. Of course, we still have managers and team leads and, and executive leadership and all the rest, but we, we try to make it very accessible uh, across the board. And, 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 you know, I talked about context earlier. Like, I believe that, you know, context really is key and everyone needs to have that contextual awareness when you're building an organization because, you know, you, you kind of start with big idea, the, the, the BHAG, the big hairy audacious goal. You, you have your you know, at least at Zazen, we have our two to three year or three to five year objectives. We have our one year initiatives and we have our, our quarterly goals and everything sort of drives towards that North Star. And, and that's sort of the focus point. But unless you're continually providing context to one another on what you're doing and why what you're doing is important to the overall goal, you'll, you'll fail, right? Like, like, I think that is ultimately where, where the business is made is providing context as to, hey, this is what I'm doing, this is why it's important. And this is why it's going to help us accomplish the goal that we're trying to achieve for this quarter, which leads into, you know, our yearly initiative, which leads into our three to five year goals, which leads into our, you know, big, hairy, audacious goal that we're trying to accomplish as a business. One way specifically that we, that we do that is through a daily scrum. 
So our team is 75, you know, we're, we're, we're still, we're still small, but we're, we're big enough where communication can start to break down. We have a daily standup or a daily scrum as we call it every single day with the entire team. This lasts 15 minutes. And in those 15 minutes, we go over a couple key things. Um, we go over team and team-wide announcements. So any sick function in the team might, you know, give an announcement to the rest of the team as to, you know, what they're doing and and why that might be important. We go over core value shoutouts. And so core value shoutouts are, are really cool because it, it allows you to accomplish two things kind of at once. It allows you to, to give kudos to team members in a public forum. So, you know, I'd love to give a core value shout out for our core value of mastery to John because John did X, Y, Z. So it helps you reinforce our core values, but then it also helps you provide context. So when I'm giving that core value shout out to John for mastery, I'm saying, you know, this is what John did. And by the way, this is why that's important to the goals of our organization. And so I, I hope that's sort of helping paint a picture as just you know, how we sort of manage that culture throughout. But, but, but that's, that's, that's one specific example, I think, of how we do that on a, on a daily basis. On a more, you know, zoomed out basis, we do like quarterly theme team planning. So each quarter we have those, you know, initiatives that we're trying to strive towards or, or goals that we're trying to hit. We set themes as a, as, a, as a company that people rally behind and, and you know, again, get reinforced in, in those daily scrum updates and whatnot. So I don't know. I, 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 hope, that, I hope that sort of helps. I'll I say this is super helpful, right? From, from a perspective of, you know, setting very clear goals, right? Whether these are long-term, short-term, being transparent about it and, and making sure you yeah, tie back these shout-off to the core values, right? So it's kind of like all one, one ecosystem that, that, that you build. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll maybe, maybe I'll mention one more as well, yeah. just because it, it, it's, a, it's a personal favorite of mine. We do a thing called Drink and Thinks. So so, you know, historically they're Friday afternoons, you know, drink and think, I, I guess you can imagine what that consists of, but now they're, they're sort of, you know, various days of the week. And, and but basically what it is, is we have a core value of mastery at Zazian. We have four core values at, at Zazian. We have a, a core value of hustle, trust, mastery, and people driven. And our, 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 our core value of mastery is about this constant thirst for knowledge and improvement. So we, we think that it's very important for Zazian to be curious and to always be pulling on different threads and trying to get to the, you know, trying to better your, your yourself and 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 uh, just better yourself as a as an individual, but also as as a member of Zazun. And so we do these things called drink and things, where it, it can vary from either a team member will present on a topic that they're passionate about. This can be work related or it can be completely personal. And and this is really cool because it gives the entire team the the ability to you know meet individuals in a setting that they might not actually, you know, normally meet them under. I might do a drink and think on a topic that I'm passionate about. I'll, I'll use an example of, of our VP of technology. He did a drink and think on Lego. It turns out that, you know, he has a, an Instagram following of 15,000 or so for oh, his wow. Lego account. And he's, he's super involved in the production of, you know, making these Lego figurines. And it, it was just a really cool opportunity to sort of see in, into something that he's really passionate about and something that he's mastered. And then you know, separately, sometimes we do a drink and think where we bring in an external guest speaker. So we've had UFC fighters come on, we've had personal trainers, we've had, you know, a different entrepreneur. And in any case, like the goal of that is to, to really get the team thinking and pull them out of that day to day and maybe reactive mindset that a lot of individuals may have, and instead pull them out into this proactive behavior where they're where they're really interested in and in pulling on different threads. Yeah, I love this concept of like, you know, thinking about offense versus defense, right? That you're describing here. And 
thanks a lot for sharing, you know, also some of these very concrete examples, right? That, you know, whether it's a, the, the daily scrum meetings, the ideation sessions or whatnot, I think those are the things, you know, our audience is looking for, right? Concrete ideas that, that can be used as takeaways. Yeah, um, cer- certainly. And, and and I'm I'm definitely, you know, someone that can talk about this a lot better than I can is Kristen McGill, who's our COO at Zazun. And there's, there's quite a bit of talks that she's done and, and probably can be found on YouTube. Uh, I'm sure we can link them in the show notes as well. But she talks about culture and, and you know, drinking things and daily scrums and sort of how we reinforce it throughout different meeting habits. And she talks about that better than than anyone at Zazun. And so th- those would be some really great resources to dig into. Perfect. Thanks. Thanks for mentioning that. And then I'll ask you the same question, right? If if somebody from our audience now, you know, wants to connect to you, right? Whether that's, you know, discussing how to build a great culture, you know, the the broader PO market or Zazun as, as a potential solution. What's the best way to connect with you? Yeah, best way is probably just on LinkedIn. So Tate Hackard on LinkedIn or Twitter at Tate Hackard. Perfect. Well, Tate, thank you so much for, for being on the show today. There's obviously never enough time, but I think we covered a lot of interesting topics and so grateful for, for, for your time here. Yeah, certainly. Thanks so much. That was fun. This podcast is sponsored by ThrivePass, a trusted PO partner for employee benefits from pre-tax accounts to COBA administration. ThrivePass empowers employees to thrive through exceptional service and innovative technology. More at thrivepass.com. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and visit us at po-podcast.com to learn more. I'm Andreas Deptoller and this is a PO Podcast. We'll see you next time.